There are too many insanely creative humans that are holding themselves back. So many of us have stopped ourselves from stepping into who we truly can and should be. The Creative Commute is here to inspire you to become the very best version of yourself, to stop worrying so damn much, and to shed the fear and judgment that hold you back, revealing the creative, glittery unicorn person you were born to be. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. So I'm a little nervous about recording this episode because it's an episode that I wanted to record And I'm a little bit nervous about it, honestly, because it's something that I have been wanting to record and talk about for a while. You know, it's the main topic as a podcast called The Creative Commute that you would think that I would have already talked about. You know, it's one of those podcasts that I wanted to get perfect. I wanted to get all of the research. I wanted to know exactly what I wanted to say, but I finally decided after talking to a friend today, I'm just going to record this. I'm just going to see how it goes. So I hope that you enjoy because I'm, I'm just putting it out there as unprepared as could be, but I know some things that I want to say. So, you know, what I really want you to come away from this episode with is recognizing that your creativity is just as important and valuable as any other skill that you have and that you are creative. You know, what is creativity? Many of us grow up thinking that Creativity is the end result. It's a thing that's made. It's a beautiful painting. It's a beautiful uh, print or a tapestry. It's, it's the thing that is made. But creativity is actually, it happens in the process. It happens in the making. It's the aha, the random thought that comes to mind. You know, it's the rabbit hole. It's the rabbit hole in the rabbit hole. It's the rabbit that gets so big that it gets stuck in the hole. You know, a definition of creativity is that it's the use of the imagination, especially in the production of an artistic work. So whether it's mentally visualizing a rabbit getting stuck in the hole, or if it's the metaphorical meaning of an idea that gets too big for its own britches, a story about a rabbit who eats so many carrots that his beefy hawks bust his own britches, this is all creativity. It's all part of the creative process. You know, a creative idea happens when two disparate or unrelated thoughts connect together in our minds to create a new idea. It's a connection that happens inside of our brains. Our brains, the human mind, is such a crazy thing. It wants things to be even. Our mind seeks to connect disparate things. When our brain detects something seems weird, it wants to connect them. Now, I'm no psychologist. I only know as much as I know because I get really interested in this stuff. So I won't pretend to know all the things, but that is what makes us creative. And that is what makes us human. And you, if you are listening to this, and let's, I mean, your dog might be listening beside you or your cat, but you are a human being who is capable of creativity. You know, regardless of what you consider to be creative and how creative you consider yourself to be, You are creative because we're all creative. We're born creative. I mean, look at children. They color, they pretend, they play, they dream. You don't walk into a preschool classroom and see kids not being creative. They're all being creative. At some point, many of us stopped doing that. We stopped believing in our own creativity and our own ability to create in certain ways. Maybe we think, 
oh, I'm creative in this way. I can make that thing. That's the way that I am creative. That is my method of creativity. But we're all capable of doing many different kinds of creativity. It's just that something might be more enjoyable to us. And that's awesome. You know, do what you love, do what you enjoy doing. And I'm not saying that you need to go out and do things that, that you don't love to do, but think about things. Think about this. You know, why, why did you stop believing in certain things? Why did you stop doing some kind of creativity, something that you did enjoy as a child that you no longer do? You know, what stopped that? Maybe it was a parent, maybe at like three years old. Oh no, don't color on that when you were coloring on the wall, but it's not the actual coloring that was wrong. It was that you were coloring it on the, on the wall, but you associated it with the coloring itself. You might not even know that your brain was thinking this. You know, maybe it was a teacher who gave you a bad grade on something and you associated that thing that you're not good at it. Or a sibling or a neighbor or an aunt or an uncle who told us that our finger paintings are ugly. <laughs> I had to say I was finger painting. <laughs> you know, for me, I have this memory in second grade. I'm in second grade and I was trying to spell the word just. I sat at my desk I grabbed a dictionary. I tried to look it up. I couldn't remember if just was spelled with a G or with a J. I couldn't figure out if it was, was the next letter an I, an E, a U. Was it just G-S-T? Like, how is just spelled? I could, it was like my brain was just farting and I could not figure it out. I finally got the courage to go up and ask the teacher, how do you spell the word just? I couldn't remember. I was trying to write this paper and she looked at me and she said, look it up in the dictionary and told me to go sit down. It had taken me so much courage to get up and ask her that question. And this memory, you guys, this memory has been in my subconscious brain for my entire life. And I didn't know it. I actually didn't even remember having this memory, but I was doing a session. It was actually a healing session, which may or may not say, sound crazy to you. A year ago, it would have sounded very crazy to me. But she was walking me through a meditative exercise and she said, okay, whatever comes, just trust the thing that comes. Just trust what's coming up for you. And she snapped her fingers. Whoop. I was suddenly in second grade trying to spell the word just and having this experience. And I realized that that has been in my subconscious brain. Every time that I want to get the courage to do something Every time that I try to muster up some courage, I instantly would go back to second grade in that classroom, walking up to that teacher and being rejected or feeling like I was stupid. You know, I felt like I was dumb in that moment for going and asking that question. And I don't know what was up with her that day. She could have just been having a bad day. She could have just gotten some really bad news. She could have needed to poop. I don't know. I don't know what was going on with her. I'm sure that it, she didn't have any ill intent probably. But for me, that was rooted in my brain and it's been rooted in my brain. How old am I? For 30 years, that has been something that I go back to and it stops me. It stops me from doing things. It stops me from trying things. It stops me from speaking up. Now I have worked on it because I've recognized it. I've reflected on it, identified the problem, and that has helped me. I've stepped past this thing that I didn't even know in my subconscious brain was stopping me from childhood. It was stopping me from trying new things. And when I would put something out there for people to see, I would get 
I would want to hold it close. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to feel that dumb again. You know, some of us have lost our belief in ourselves. We've had things like this happen that have stopped us. And it has stopped us from believing in our own ability to do something. And often that something involves our own creative thought. And if you haven't had this happen to you, you are lucky. You are so lucky. But even then, even if you are like, I am a creative unicorn, glittering and spinning glitter all over the world. I am the glitteriest of all creative unicorns on the planet. Even then, creative people are held back often by so much self-judgment and fear and disbelief, just as much as somebody who doesn't believe that they're creative. Like we are all always capable of more, but we hold ourselves back from all of these things. In fact, some of the most creative, amazing humans I know hold themselves back due to a lack of belief or judgment of, well, I'm not as good as that. We all do it. I'm just, I am guilty, guilty. That's why I talk about this so much because I know that this is complete crap. I know it's complete crap, but I'm still conditioned to think this way. Things happen to us when we're kids. Things happen to us as adults that make us afraid. You know, we've been comparing ourselves to other people our entire lives. Judged based on a system created for grading meat quality. That's what somebody told me. I don't know if this is true. I tried looking it up on the internet, but you know, it, the A through F grading system, according to this person, is was created in like meat packing plants. Like, oh, if you were good enough to work on the grade A meat, then you know, you you worked on the grade A meat and it went down from there. I also read something about it being about shoes and like shoemakers. I don't know. Regardless, humans are not stakes or shoes. And we don't need to use those judging systems. Whether whether the A through F system is good in school, I'm not going to I'm not going to debate that in the in this episode by any means. But it's time to step outside of that as adults and and stop judging ourselves so much because all of these things dampen our creativity. They stop us from doing the simple thing that can lead to more and more creative ideas. The one simple thing is trying something new or just trying something, stepping outside of our comfort zones, you know, because the human brain is just so stinking cool. When we step outside of our comfort zone, it tries to correct. It tries to make those connections and that's where creativity happens. And if we're always just staying in our little comfortable bubbles and not stepping outside into the uncomfortable, we're not growing. We're just staying the same. Our brains aren't getting the opportunity to create new pathways and to create new ideas, right? The coolest thing about this is that if you have a human brain, you can be creative. You know, I most certainly, I have not honed the creative process. I'm no creative genius. But what I know is that just staying in our comfort zone does not work to make us happy. It does not. And creativity, feeding your creativity is a means to make us happier. It's a means to make us feel more fulfilled. And I found this quote on the internet. It wasn't attributed to anybody. So I'm sorry, whoever, whatever genius person said this, there's no creativity inside your comfort zone. To be creative, you need to step outside of it. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to step outside of it. And as we get old, we start to learn to avoid discomfort, right? 
we learn the things that we don't like. We learn the things that make us uncomfortable. You know, maybe we tried tomatoes and we didn't like it as a kid. And from then on, we don't eat tomatoes. Maybe you tried mayonnaise once. I go to food because it's like the easy, the easy thing. But it could be once you went skating and you didn't like it. But it could just be that those skates didn't fit, right? We avoid discomfort. We learn discomfort. Our brain, that's, the, that's where our brain can do us in, is that it remembers everything. You know, I started the creative commute because I wanted to use my commute time to do something that is mentally good for myself when I started working at home. You know, when everything was suddenly uncomfortable, the world was crumbling around us, everything, everything was uncomfortable. It was the opposite of what I'm talking about, stepping outside and making yourself uncomfortable. It, it was uncomfortable. And I fortunately chose to find a few moments each day dedicated to improving my mental state as everything else seemed to be deteriorating. And for me, you know, that was kicking off my morning with 15 to 20 minutes of some kind of intentional creativity boosting thing. I'm still fortunately getting to do this in the Creative Commute Facebook group, but I had no idea how this little idea that came out of a moment of discomfort would change me. I had no idea how much this would change me. And, you know, throughout this process, I tried to make it abundantly clear that it's totally okay to struggle. We can't all be positive little beaming balls of joy all the time. It's okay to feel negative feelings, but it's also okay to feel joy when the world around you is feeling really negative. It's that awareness that helps us stay in that mindset and really being joyful, being happy helps to feed our creativity, according to research, <laughs> more than being in a negative mindset. You know, some of the things that we've done in the Creative Commute Facebook group since March, people might not consider creative, but they help people step outside of their comfort zone, like sharing something that takes you a little bit of courage to share it or moving your body and dancing in a new way, finding some way to do something differently, like drawing upside down or doing some reflection on what your 80 year old self would say to you. All of these things kind of make us, could make us a little bit uncomfortable, like, oh, that's not something I've I've done before, but it's amazing the ideas that have come out of that and the things that people have shared. You know, anything that is outside of your comfort zone, whether it's way outside your comfort zone or just a little tippy toe over, it forces your mind to be creative. It's thinking in a new way, right? But an interesting nugget I found while researching creativity is that creative people are actually happier than everyone else. That's interesting. And why is that, do you think? You know, I'm not going to lie, when I read that, I was kind of like, mm, you know, a lot of creative people are also depressed. So I started reading up a little bit more and read that creativity is associated with self-reflection. And that tendency to ruminate can sometimes cause the feelings of depression. It's our tendency to overanalyze things, to judge, to start to judge and criticize mostly ourselves, but also others that can lead to those negative feelings. But just the same, here's the good thing, we can focus instead and reflect on how good our creative actions make us feel. To recognize that negative stuff is coming up and, and it's, I mean, to be creative is inherently, you need to have a little bit of judgment 
in order to put out a good idea, to choose the good ones from the bad ones. And, you know, it, it is good to have judgment in there, but to recognize when the judgment is going too far and instead focus on the good stuff, ruminate on the good ideas. You know, it's our brain's way of protecting us sometimes when we have those thoughts of criticism and judgment. But we have a chance, we have the opportunity to choose to focus on on other things. Now, there can be all kinds of things happening in people's lives, but creative people are very self-aware and also very others-aware and very empathetic. It's a learned behavior often. You know, we might, some of us might be born more emotional and maybe that's why we're drawn more to creative things. Maybe it's more of a natural behavior. Um, some of us are simply more in tune with those feelings. Creativity is definitely a learned thing of allowing ourselves to step outside and try new things more often. I want to talk to the person who is just like me, who sometimes doesn't do things you want to do because of the fear of judgment of yourself, the fear of judgment of others. You know, you're my people. You're the people I'm talking to. If you're the person who's afraid to take the next step out of fear for what is on the other side, then you are my people too. But if you have this feeling, this, this little light or desire to light and kindle the creative spark that's inside of you, or to really just blow it up to feel good and to feel inspired and talk about things that really matter to you, then you're my people. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening to this podcast. We can all develop our own creative process. There's no right way to do it. There's no box. And often we think about creativity as actually being outside of the box, but we don't stop to think about, have I put myself in a creative box and what I consider to be creative and what I consider to not be creative? You know, now's the time to stop believing that there's a box when it comes to anything really. But today we're talking about creativity. <laughs> Step outside of the creative box, whatever form or shape or size it takes for you. Maybe you're stuck in a creativity rabbit hole. <laughs> I started the Creative Commute group as a call to serve the world when it needed it most. And after six months, I am on a mission to help us remove the barriers or shoot to bust through the barriers of fear and judgment that are holding us back from letting the creativity that is inside of us out there for others to enjoy, to really truly step into the creative beings that we are, the people we were born to be, the things that are in us that other people could get so much out of. Your mind, your brain is the only brain that can do it the way that you can. Your mind is the only one that can think the way that your mind can. Your ideas, nobody else can come up with. Think about that. If you hold them in, if you don't allow yourself to think about them, nobody's ever going to hear them. And courage is contagious. Allowing yourself to have the courage to even think that idea, to have the courage to reflect and to think about the things that you want can lead to all of these crazy things. Your little courageous step, maybe it's just a tiny act of something, can lead to a huge leap for somebody else. If you're listening to this podcast, if you've gotten this far into this episode, there is some kind of whisper there for you. Either that or you're my mom or my best friend who feels like you have to listen to this. <laughs> but I kind of bet that they might have a little whisper too. 
my journey began because I went in search of a podcast. I had a pull to something. I felt that there was something going on in me and I didn't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on what it was exactly, but it was there. Something was there. And I've realized so much along this path and I want you to do the same. That's why I'm talking into this microphone right now. I want what has happened for me in the past less than a year. This started for me in January. I want this to happen for you too. I truly do. Now is the time to be unconventional. Now is the time for your unconventional creativity, your weird thinking. Now is the time the world really, really, truly needs it. And honestly, like why? Why hold it back? Why hold it back from yourself? Why not become the person that you were born to be? If you haven't felt like your brand of creativity fits, you feel a little bit weird, lean in, lean into it. It feels weird probably because it's awesome. There is something there for you and the world is waiting. The world is waiting. I'm telling you, it is. It is waiting for you to recognize it and to let it out, to unleash it. You know, it was waiting for me for a while. I felt something and again, I had no idea. I had no idea what it was, but now I can see it. I can feel it. I can feel the results. I can see the results. I know what I want to create and it feels so amazing. I just, I want this for every single person on this planet to feel this way and to feel like you can make a difference in the world because you totally can. You totally can. And if you take one thing away from this podcast, I said it at the beginning too. I just want you to recognize that your creativity, your creativity is just as important and valuable as any other skill that you have, as any other skill that anybody else has, your creativity, it's worth it. It's worth it for you to feed it. It's worth it for you to invest time in it and to think about it and to recognize the things in yourself that you enjoy doing. Focus on those things and see where it takes you. Think about what are the things that I love and where, where in the world is that needed? Where in the world are the things that you enjoy needed? Where can they make a difference for others? That's what led me down this path. And I know that that is the secret sauce to leading you down that path too. So thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope that I didn't get too preachy about creativity. I'm just so passionate about this topic and I want other people to experience the things that I have experienced in the past year. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you got something out of it, please share it with a friend, leave a review and subscribe. Be sure that you subscribe to the podcast so that you can see when new episodes come out. Thank you for investing your time and listening to this. And I love you. Take care. Keep shining your magical creative spark in the world. Bye.